Last two weeks, we have been talking about Advent. Advent is the period of four Sundays and four weeks before Christmas. Advent means coming or arrival in Latin. So this talks about the coming of Lord Jesus Christ into the world. Coming of Lord Jesus Christ into our very own life. Coming of Lord Jesus Christ that's going to happen in the future as days go by. And those who observe Advent, they use these four Sundays and four weeks to prepare themselves and remember the real meaning of Christmas. Advent reminds us the coming of the Lord. As I said, the coming of the Lord for the first time into this world. And coming of the Lord inside of us. And also the coming of Lord Jesus Christ for the second time when he comes back to this world to judge the nations. The first week we saw Advent, a season of labor and pain. Advent is a time to remember the labor and pain that was associated with his coming. And last week we talked about Advent, a season of expectant joy. Advent is a time to experience the joy that is associated with his coming. And this joy comes to us knowing, you know, or through our relationship that we have with the Lord Jesus. Last week we spoke about this. The joy doesn't come to everybody. The joy comes to those who are having a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, today, some of the, sometime when we are coming to the end of the year, you know, we think about our family members. You know, many times a great sorrow comes inside of us when we miss some of our dear ones, those with whom we live a couple of years and a couple of months. You know, sometimes, you know, we think about them and we totally get discouraged because we are dearly missing them today. You know, they are not with us anymore. Probably they died. They left the, left the face of this earth. Or you know what? They, they decided not to live with, live with us anymore. Or they may be you know, really far living somewhere and we may not even have contact with them. Some of our hearts are overwhelmed, especially during the time, you know, of, during the season when we are, we are together as families. We miss some of our dear ones and our Lord Jesus Christ can fill that spot in your life. Last week we talked about it. The joy comes because of our relationship. Some of the relationship that we are missing today on the face of this earth. God, Jesus Christ is going to fill those spots in your life. And we, we told, why don't we keep Lord Jesus Christ as your brother, as your friend, as your mother, as your father, as your husband, and as your high priest. Because only Lord Jesus can fill that emptiness inside of you. And finally, today, God wants us to know that the advent is a season of hope for tomorrow can you see the say that with me advent is a season of hope for tomorrow you know before the year ends the question in many of our lives are what is the hope for 2021 can someone tell what 2021 holds for mankind 
how can we know how anyone can know what 21 2021 is going to offer to us and we are talking about a season that we are in today a season of hope for tomorrow advent is a season of hope for tomorrow you know the amount of stress the amount of frustrations and rejections that you handle during this year really make you wonder what is the hope for tomorrow how can i face tomorrow how do i deal with the challenges that are ahead of me in the coming days you know when everyone is equally stressed where do i go you know we thought that you know our help can come from maybe the government but you know what government is equally stressed during these days we thought our health condition will be solved because you know because of our healthcare workers but you know what they are equally stressed they are more stressed they are not able to really treat you you know some of our worries lord when things are going to come to an end some of you really believed before the end of the year your matter will be settled your court case will be settled your children's matter will be settled some of you really thought about it but you know what nothing happened because everywhere people are so stressed the systems are so stressed they are not able to handle the legal system the med medical system and the educational system you know and, and you know many other systems that we deal with every day they are so stressed and we don't find the help that we need lord where do we go you know that's the question of many of us this morning advent is a season of hope for tomorrow you know i was wondering why the arrival of lord jesus christ could give us hope for tomorrow how and why the birth of Lord Jesus Christ could give hope for his followers you know I could imagine three reasons how our Lord Jesus Christ could give such a hope such a strong assurance for mankind number one he is sovereign number one because lord jesus is sovereign he is able to give you that assurance he is able to give you that hope the arrival of lord jesus to this world it tells us that he is not just an ordinary baby who was born in the city of david he is sovereign can you say that word with me sovereign sovereign god he is supreme he is absolute he is ultimate he is unlimited he is unrestricted he is unrestrained he is unbound he is infinite he is total he is he contains everything in himself he is unconditional he is matchless he is incomparable you know nothing out there nothing could stress him down nothing could stop him from doing anything that he wanted to do nothing surprises him and he he is beyond everything that's what when we say sovereign that simply means he is a supreme authority he is the ultimate authority the one who is born in the manger is not just an ordinary baby he is sovereign the coming of lord jesus christ gives you hope today because the one who has come is sovereign the one who has come is mightier than what the world could imagine you know Paul talks about the sovereignty and the supremacy of the person of Christ we read that in Colossians chapter 1 verses 15 through 18 I want you to pay attention to this scripture 
What a blessed scripture this morning, this scripture to be quoted here in this sermon. Colossians chapter 1, 15 through 18. Can we read this together? He talks about the person of Christ. He is the image of the invisible God. He is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation, verse 16, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. You know, this morning you are sitting in the corner of your house and you are worrying about something that's not happening in your life. God wants to turn your attention from your worry, from your discouragement, and he wants you to see the sovereignty of Lord Jesus Christ in your life. And if you know, if you really realize the sovereignty of Lord Jesus Christ in your life, you will not worry about the silly, petty things in your life. Verse 18, and he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Advent tells us that the one who is born is the image of the invisible God. By him all things were created, all things were created through him and for him he is before all things and in him all things consist he is the head of the church he has preeminence or supremacy or sovereignty you know jesus christ is a monarch in the monarchy jesus christ is a monarch in the monarchy and here the monarchy is not limited to one country it is the entire universe it is the entire creation and he is the king over he is the supreme god over his creation he is the sovereign and ultimate authority of the entire monarchy you know this fact fact really gives us confidence that the advent the arrival of lord jesus christ gives hope for you and for tomorrow and for, for you and for me for tomorrow solomon says with all his wisdom hundreds of years before the birth of lord jesus christ prophetically he's talking in in proverbs chapter 16 verse 33 the lot is cast into the lap but it's every decision is from the lord we are talking about a sovereign God. The lot is cast into the lap. That simply means you know what you want to choose. And you know what you can do. But you can never alter. You can never change anything the Lord wants to do in your life. You know some of you are going through some trouble in your life. Because you do not know what the purpose of God in your life. What is the plan of God in your life. The scripture talks about that the Lord is cast into the lap. As a family, you have taken, you have chosen the best thing that you could do for your life, for your children. You did that. 
You did that in your life and in your, the life of your children. But that was not the plan of God. But the decision, every decision comes from the Lord, who is supreme, who is sovereign. He has the ultimate authority. And he has the decision out there for your tomorrow. Coronavirus never surprises God. Your poor health condition never surprises God. You know what you want to have, but not having that today, that doesn't surprise God. Condition of your children, that doesn't surprise God. Your broken marriage and the struggle that you have been dealing with, that doesn't surprise God because God is sovereign. You know, if God cannot work over all the struggles that we have been going through on the face of this earth, even God will be sitting at the corner of your house and he will be worrying what can we do for tomorrow. But God is beyond all those things. You know, sometime in our lives, with our little knowledge, with our little brain, little, little, little much that we know about the word of God, we try to think that God, why don't you do this way so that I can be happy? God, why don't this come true in my life so that I will be happy? But you know what God is beyond, he's not going to do it. He has his own way. The lot is cast in the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. We are talking about Advent giving us hope for our tomorrow. The reason why the birth of Lord Jesus Christ could define our tomorrow, number one, he is sovereign. Number two, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> number two, he is a hope giver. He is not only sovereign himself, he also gives us hope. Someone he, who gives us hope like no one could ever give on the face of this earth. That makes Advent a unique scenario, a unique situation. That makes really Advent a season of hope for tomorrow. I want to take you to the prophecy of Isaiah. When Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, let's read Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2. The people who walked in darkness, I want you to read with me. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Isaiah the prophet prophetically speaking about the coming of Lord Jesus Christ, the advent. People who walk in darkness, they don't have any hope simply because they can't see what is ahead of them. Can you just all close your eyes for a moment? Just close your eyes and see what you see. You see only darkness. You don't see anything ahead of us, ahead of you. People who are walking in darkness, they don't see anything ahead of them. They lose their hope for tomorrow. Without Christ, Bible says we are living in darkness. Today, millions around us, they are living in darkness because they are not able to see what is ahead of them. They don't see anything ahead of them. Advent is a season of bringing hope for tomorrow to those millions, those who would like to listen. Advent is a season that brings hope for tomorrow in your life and my life. And the scripture says, people dwelt in the land of the shadow of death have no hope as there is no life. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, 
this whole year no doubt that in many countries were under the shadow of death I want you to imagine can you imagine when thousand lives are lost from one city every day no doubt that the city is totally covered under the shadow of death when so many lives are taken out of the world prematurely there is no doubt that the whole place is covered under the shadow of death but advent is a season of bringing hope to those so those countries and those cities jesus christ came as the hope of the nation when jesus spoke he is quoting the prophecy from isaiah he is saying according to prophet isaiah he says that in matthew chapter 12 verse 22 reading from niv in his name the nations will put their hope in his name let the nations put their hope god is telling the nations clearly do not put your hope on your political system do not put your hope on your leader it doesn't matter who wins the election it doesn't matter who is the prime minister or who is the president bible says jesus is the hope of nations nations need to put their hope together in his name when nation put their hope upon his name and god will function in that nation jesus is a hope giver he's a hope giver as we move forward to 2021 Advent is a season that reminds us you have hope because Jesus is a hope giver. I wanted to take, to take you to the ministry of Lord Jesus Christ when he was alive on the face of this earth. As he was ministering as a human. Jesus as he was ministering, he was speaking into lives. He was speaking the words of hope in the lives of millions around him. And he brought happiness wherever he found hopelessness. He spoke the word of hope. When Jesus walked into the house of the ruler of the synagogue, he saw flute players playing and he saw a group of women wailing over the death. And Jesus said, this is what Jesus said, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. The second reason why we say that Jesus is the hope for tomorrow, Advent is the season for hope for tomorrow, just simply because the one who is born during this season is the hope giver. Is the hope giver. When the disciples were toiling, toiling in the boat over the night, Jesus walked and came to them during the fourth watch of the night. And this is what he said, be of good cheer words of hope coming out of the mouth of lord jesus christ hope giver be of good cheer it is i do not be afraid even when Lazarus was dead and buried he was still giving hope to martha and mary saying that if you would believe you would see the glory of god you know i believe this morning he's still telling you he's still telling you he's still giving you that assurance that if you believe if you believe you will still see the glory of god jesus has been the hope giver all along he is continuing to give you hope this morning how many times jesus would have said be of good cheer your sins are forgiven be of good cheer it is i do not be afraid be of good cheer daughter your faith has made you well many times jesus and jesus was encouraging and he was giving hope in john chapter 16 verse 13 3 boy bible says jesus said 
in these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world that you are living in you will have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world we are talking about a hope giver who has come during this season there are many unknowns in 2021 there may be many challenges which are not known to us yet in the beginning of 2020 not many parts of the world they knew about coronavirus we don't know what 2021 holds for us but remember you are in advent right now advent is a season of hope for tomorrow Edwin also tells us Jesus is going to come back to this world soon in John chapter 14 verse 18 Jesus was giving hope to the disciples the moment he announced his departure you know the disciples heart was over hearts were overwhelmed and Jesus understood this and he said in John chapter 14 verse 18 he said I will not leave you orphans I will come to you hope giver you know Jesus the moment he realized the hearts of the disciples were troubled he told them do not worry I'm not going to leave you just orphans and get, get away go away from you I am going to come back to you your hope for tomorrow is not really on the economy not really hoping that economy will come up you know not that the next president is going to change everything that's not your hope not that the world will be totally out of pandemic once the vaccines are administered that's not your hope your hope is on the one who said i will come back to you and i will take you home that's the hope of christianity dr billy graham once he said and this is what he said for the believer <coughs> there is hope beyond the grave because Jesus Christ has opened the door to heaven for us by his death and by his resurrection that's the hope of Christianity that's a blessed hope nothing else really nothing else really the rest of it that we see today it can change at any time because remember we are living in a fallen world there is no reason why there cannot be another pandemic once coronavirus is over we are living in a fallen world but that's not our hope your hope and my hope is on the death and the resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ once he has risen as a firstborn you and I are going to resurrect from the dead when we are gone from the face of this earth finally Advent is a season of hope for tomorrow because Jesus is the God of tomorrow Jesus himself is the God of tomorrow he is not only the God of the past he is not just the present God he is also the God of tomorrow you know when we say that God of tomorrow it means many things this morning I may pray that God would speak to us this morning as we go through this sermon we are not there yet in our tomorrow but he is already there because he is God of tomorrow he is already there in your tomorrow he knows your tomorrow you don't know you don't know Advent is a season of hope 
for tomorrow because the one who is born is the God of tomorrow because Jesus came to this world there is hope for tomorrow if you really observe Advent it will really make you to lose your sight from today's limitations and it will help you to fix your eyes on the one who gives hope for tomorrow you know today what you see or what you don't see it's not going to come along with you for to into your tomorrow but Jesus is going to come with you because he's already there when you go there he's already there to receive you Advent is a season of hope for tomorrow you know many times we don't know about tomorrow you know when we try to predict when somebody prophesies over us it can anytime go wrong because Bible simply says you do not know your tomorrow that's why James writes we are we are going to read from James chapter 4 verses 13 through 15 James chapter 4 verse 13 come now you who say tomorrow today or tomorrow we will go to such and such city spend a year there buy and sell and make a profit whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life it is even a vapor and appears for a little time and then vanishes away instead you ought to say if the Lord wills we shall live and do this or that God is talking to some of us you know who are making plans for tomorrow it's good to make plans but ultimately the decision comes from the Lord it's good to make plans it's good to make estimate it's good to make budget and do everything but you know what ultimately what comes into the reality is from God we do not know about our tomorrow things don't happen the way we wanted that to happen the simple reason is we do not know about our tomorrow we plan but God changes the plan you know we used to usually say that man purposes but you know God God disposes man plans but ultimately God is the one who does things because he is the God of tomorrow not you and I the birth of Lord Jesus Christ gives us hope for tomorrow because he's the God of tomorrow when Sodom and Gomorrah was about to be destroyed by fire God knew that and that's the reason he sent those angels to the house of Lot in order to save him and his family because he's a God of tomorrow the way he is working in advance the same God is working in advance in your life because he is willing to take you into the tomorrow if you are willing to hold on to his hands when God was destroyed the world with flood the only God only he knew God knew that he's going to destroy and he conveyed that to Noah because he is the God of tomorrow I'm helping you to understand the God of tomorrow according to Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 only God knows the plan he has for tomorrow he has for concerning your future only God knows the plan in Matthew chapter 6 Jesus said you don't worry about tomorrow because only he knows what your tomorrow holds that's why he's repeatedly saying do not worry about tomorrow what you think what you wish if it comes through it's all well and good but it may not be most of the time because he's the ultimate decision maker Proverbs 21 verse 1 
Solomon says, Proverbs 21 verse 1, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what the day may bring forth. Nobody knows. And don't even try to predict your tomorrow. You may go wrong. You may not operate through the Holy Spirit. There may be some other spirit. Will There are a lot of predicting spirits around there today. There are a lot of predicting spirits even in the churches today. There are a lot of spirits that are trying to predict something even through the ministers of God today. Just want you, be, want you to be careful. Bible repeatedly, repeatedly says, you do not know your tomorrow. Do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring forth. He's a God who knows the end from the beginning. He knows your tomorrow way ahead of time. Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10, prophet Isaiah says, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand you know look at these words how powerful how strong they are your counsel is going to fail and god says my counsel shall stand and i will do all my pleasure he is a jealous self-seeking god he's saying that i will fulfill my pleasure in your life not your pleasure Tomorrow things are not going to happen in the way you want them to happen because if your pleasure is fulfilled because you follow God, you follow him sincerely and you pray to him and you try to define your future because you have so much of faith in you that God is going to do this in my life. And after doing all these things, fasting and prayer and waiting on the Lord, God comes and tells you, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. We need to understand this God of tomorrow. God wants you to know that he is going ahead of you into the tomorrow. Isaiah chapter 45 verses 2 and 3 this morning. God is telling you, I will go before you. Why he is going before you? Because we don't know. We don't know where to go tomorrow. He is the God of tomorrow. I will go before you and make the crooked places, places straight. I will break in pieces the gate of bronze and cut the bars of iron, verse 3. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who called you by your name and the God of Israel, there is no other God. There is no human God. There is no human who has the ability to predict what God is trying to do on the face of this earth. And this morning, God is calling you and God is calling you just to depend on him. Allow him to do his pleasure in your life. And that's the will of God. And that's, that will be the best thing that you could ever experience as a blessing in your life. Just going to summarize. Before we close, Advent is a season of hope for tomorrow. We talked about three reasons why Jesus, the born baby, could give you hope for your tomorrow. Number one, he is sovereign. We said Advent reminds us that Jesus is sovereign. He works beyond our limitations. There is nothing that could stop him and there is nothing that could ever surprise him because he is a sovereign God. Can you allow the sovereign God to continue to be sovereign in your life? 
The moment you try to take advantage of the sovereignty of God, the moment you try to dictate what you need to the sovereignty of God, God withdraws from your life and that is a struggle in your life and you can't face your tomorrow without the sovereignty of God and God wants you to submit. No matter what it is, submit to the sovereignty of God in your life. Secondly, we saw he is a hope giver. He is a hope giver. Next slide. He is a hope giver. When hopelessness and when despair that abounds everywhere around us, we see hopelessness and people who are living in despair. And Advent reminds us that we need to look at the one who gives us hope for tomorrow because he is a hope giver. Finally, we saw he is a God of tomorrow. If you really observe Advent, you will really lose your sight from your today's limitations and put your hope on the God of tomorrow. The season of Christmas teaches many of the scriptural truths which we will lose if we don't observe Advent in your life. If you really don't celebrate Christmas as the birth of Lord Jesus Christ in your life and in your family, I want you to do it in your family. Some of you have been asking questions to me. Can I celebrate Christmas? Can I do this? Can I do that? Do whatever you want, but keep Jesus as the source of your joy. Put all these three sermons together and celebrate Christmas the way you want to do it but within the bound of what Advent really means. This morning God has spoken to you. God wants you to hand over your future, future into his hands. And because our efforts, our complaints, our struggles, our disappointments, our ritual, observing, observing Christianity as a ritualistic religion, our fasting and prayer and crying, it's all not going to help unless you hand over your tomorrow to the sovereignty of God. And you need to ask only hope. You are not the God of tomorrow. He is the God of tomorrow. Submit. We are just going to get into a time of prayer. And that prayer time is going to be a total submission to the sovereignty of God. If you are willing, he is willing. If you are not willing, he doesn't care about you. He is not willing. He is willing to go for whom? For those who are willing to submit to the sovereignty of Lord Jesus Christ, to the God of tomorrow. Shall we close our eyes in prayer this morning?